Good morning, my name is Mohan. I am part of Woodside for the past 17 years. And I thank God for the opportunity which God has given me to share the word of God. And I thank my elders who trusted in me that I will deliver the word of God. Praise God. Wow, I've lost in the worship. Same thing in the first service and again. God is so good. Yeah? Love never ending. Pouring out. The drops falling. Altar calling. Giving our life as a sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you all for bringing this contribution and Pradima bringing that. Let us come as we are before God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I will lost. I don't know what to preach now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just concluding the series of uh, summer fruit. This uh, summer fruit uh, is not just for the summer. It is for our lifetime. Yes. Yes. Until God calls us so we need to cultivate this fruit which I've been discussing for the last couple of weeks. So I started in July, 1st of July. I just want to quickly recap on that. Who will be with him? This is where we started. Who will be with him when he comes back? How many of you know that Jesus is coming back? Yes. Some are not raising their hands. <laughs> I'm an Indian preacher. I want the hands to be raised. Hallelujah. So Jesus is coming back, that is sure, because that is a hope. That is why we are gathering here week after week and getting trained to reach that day. Hallelujah. So when he comes back, there will be a quality of people will be with him. In Revelation 17, 14, it says, They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them because he is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And with him will be his called chosen and faithful followers. So we discussed who will be with him. They are called, chosen, and faithful people will be caught up in the air when he comes back. Hallelujah. So calling is not my responsibility. It is God's responsibility. By grace, he has called me into his kingdom. Choosing is not my responsibility because Bible says in John 15, 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. This is Jesus saying that he has chosen us into his kingdom. Even that one is not our responsibility. It is God's responsibility. And being faithful, because that's the quality of people will be there at that time, called, chosen, and faithful. Being faithful is our responsibility. Psalmist Cries out, help Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal has vanished from the human race. Bible also says in Proverbs 3.3, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on, your ta- write them on the tablet of your heart. So that is the powerful thing that love and faithful should not leave us. Faithfulness is a quality that world and God is looking for. Faithfulness is a one, the parents looking into the children, husband looking into the wives, and children looking into the parents, and wives looking into husband, employer looking into employee, and employee looking the faithfulness in the employer. Master is looking faithfulness in the servant, and the servant is looking faithfulness in the master. Church congregation is looking faithfulness in the elders of the church, and the elders of the church looking faithfulness in the congregation. So faithfulness is a key for any Christian. There is a story in the Bible, Matthew 25th chapter, there's a parable that 
God, I mean, uh, God talks about uh, faithfulness, faithful servant. I'll come back to that one a bit later. Faithfulness, I'm going to talk on faithfulness today and then I'm going to conclude and finish the series today. So faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. Bible says in Galatians 5, 22-23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. When you accepted Jesus Christ, you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. You have received the seed of the fruit of the Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit has already started working in you to cultivate these fruits in you. So it is the power is there in you. Always there's a power when means that you need to receive the power. So if I switch this off, there is a switch here. The power is there here. For you to see and then cultivate, you need to on the switch so that you can able to receive the power. So there's a power in you when you accepted Jesus Christ for you to cultivate that fruit in you. Hallelujah. You know what? This bit I missed in the morning service. You blessed because I got it back. Thank you, Tim. (laughs) Faithfulness is not the gift. It is a fruit of the Spirit. Gift can be imparted. A man of God can lay hands upon you and then he can impart his anointing. He can impart his gifting. But fruit should be cultivated. So faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit which we need to grow ourselves with the power which is given to you by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So what is faithfulness? The word translated faithfulness is the same word translated faith. The word can mean one or two things. Faithfulness is a conviction about something. It is a conviction that leads us to some sort of action. Faith is the act of trusting God, and that leads us to do action. That's why we read in the Bible, faith without action is dead. So we have faith, we believe something, but if you don't act, that is dead. That action and fulfilling that action is faithfulness. Hallelujah. So that both are similar together. So faithfulness is staying true to someone or something, being trustworthy, being someone who can be counted on. So before we discuss about cultivating the faithfulness, I want you to all to know that God is faithful. Yes, he is. Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.24 that he is faithful. Yeah. We can be faithful because we serve a faithful God. God is faithful to be with us. God is faithful with his promises. God is faithful in giving. God is faithful in forgiving. God is faithful in caring, protecting, comforting us all the time. He is faithful in every area. God is faithful to answer our prayers. He is never going to let us down. He is faithful. Even in our temptations... I've just written only temptation. In the first service, God revealed something. I want to continue with that. There is a temptation here. 
So God has allowed this temptation, a common thing for human. God has allowed the temptation at the same time, he has allowed a way for me to come out of the temptation. The problem with us is that we so much worry about the temptation, so much cry about the temptation and so much trouble with the temptation, we start asking God, God, what is this? But he's already saying that I've made a way for you, Mohan, to come out of it. I have made it clear for you. But problem is that it looks so beautiful for me. I was in that only. And then finally, sometimes we yield to the temptation. Yielding to the temptation is very serious. It counts as a sin. Yielding to the temptation is a sin. And once we gone through that one, once you are in a sin, the Satan, the voice of Satan will come to us and saying that, see, look, your God is very faithful. He is faithful in forgiving. He is faithful in loving you. He is faithful. He is a compassionate God. He can go back anytime. But be in this. By the time you struggle in your life after yielding to the temptation and you are in the sin, until you repent and recognize that you have sinned, by the time you look for that way which was there in the beginning. When God tempted you, because he will not give the permission for anybody to tempt you beyond your capacity. Whenever you tempt, God makes the way for you. But problem is that we forgot to go. Mohan forgot to go in that way, but he was in this. By the time he realized, by the time he repented, by the time he's able to look to that path which God has made before, the time has gone. The blessings we missed tell you time is precious you are called chosen let us be faithful to look at the path which God has created us which is already there for us hallelujah so God is faithful to bring you back in that but consider the time the blessings which we lost I am 50 now I don't know how many things I've done done if I'm truly faithful to his voice hallelujah Faithfulness is the key. So God is faithful. Jesus is faithful. How many times in our faithful, how many times is our faithfulness based on the circumstances? We'll be faithful as long as everything is going well. If something goes wrong, we will always disturb. Oh, this church is no good. Because some sort of small wind has touched us and then we are fallen because we are not rooted in the faithfulness of God. Jesus was faithful to the end. He did not turn from his calling when it got tough. He cried, above Father, if possible, take this cup away from me. But he was suffered to the end until on the death on the cross. He was faithful in that. The third thing is trusting in God's word. God's word will give us all we need for our lives. You can take any area of your life in God's word. You will get advice and counsel that you can trust. That's why we sing and say, your word is a lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path. This is our foundation for our faithfulness. To believe God is faithful. Jesus is faithful. God's word is trustworthy. Now, we know that we need to be faithful. We need to be faithful to our call. We need to be faithful for the reason God has chosen us. Then question is, how to be faithful? 
how we can cultivate faithfulness. Let us look into that. Before that, last time I've shared some there are in the, in, the, in the Bible, there are called chosen but unfaithful. So we looked at Adam. He was unfaithful to God. We looked at Samson. Samson became entertainer, neglecting God, unfaithful to God. And then he become, you know, showcase performer to the world. But praise God. God heard his prayer when he cried out and repented. Lord, give me the strength one more time. Because of that, his name is written in the book of life. Hallelujah. And then we looked at Saul. Saul died because of unfaithfulness. And I didn't discuss about Gehazi. Gehazi's story is there in 2 Kings 5th chapter. He was a servant to Elijah. And Elisha, Elisha, Elisha. And he was unfaithful to his master. So you can read that one yourself. And we also looked at called, chosen, and faithful people. Abraham, Moses, and of course Jesus we look that they are faithful to their call and the reason for God choosing them and being faithful till the end. So now, how to be faithful? How to cultivate faithfulness? So there are so many ways where you can cultivate because you're already, the power is already given to you. There are so many ways through the Bible we can cultivate being faithful to God, faithful to one another, faithful to church and to family. But I'm going to bring only few things which touched my life and changed my life forever. So that is from Luke 16th chapter. Luke 16th chapter, 10th, 11th and 12th verse. First thing is that be faithful in small things. Bible says in Luke 16:10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonored with much. Hallelujah. Zechariah 4:10 says, do not despise despise small things. As we looked into Matthew 25th chapter last time, so we talk about the talents. The master gives it five talents to one, two talents to one, and the one to one. And the master comes back to take the account. He asked the person who had five talents, oh, what did you do with this? And the servant said, oh, you gave me five talents. So look, I have made it double. Now it is ten talents. Same thing with two. Then the master said, you good and anointed servant. Well done. Good and powerful servant. Good and miracle working servant. Good and prayerful servant. Did he say that one? No. He said good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. And then he asked for the one. The person who has received one talent. What did you do with that? Oh, I know you are a very hard person. You will come back and definitely ask. I didn't use anything. I kept it so safe so that I can give back to you. Then he plucked it, that one from him, and then given to the person who had five. Use your talents. Don't think that you will fail. Even if you fail, God will strengthen you. Hallelujah. God has given individuals with the talents. You are sitting here with the talents. Yeah. Everybody cannot preach. Everybody cannot put the chairs Everybody cannot serve the tea there. Everybody cannot program there. Everybody cannot sit on the projector there. Everybody has got a part to play. If all of us 
if we do our part i tell you god will be pleased and his kingdom will enhance which i'm come going i'm going to come back at the end how is your prayer life yes we do so many plans so many big things so many things to reach the world but if you fail to pray your daily routine things i'm telling you you will not be able to reach what you planned go back to the basics go back to the sunday school teaching where he says read your bible every day and pray so we need to go back to that elementary thing we need to cling on to seeking god that he will do something through us for his kingdom hallelujah bible says love one another very small thing it may be a small thing for us but is a very big thing for god we do baptism openly here receiving you know showing that i will follow jesus why we do that one because it's a command of the lord and we take communion why do we take communion because he said do this in remembrance of me so we follow that one in the same way he said that love your god with all your heart all your mind all your strength and then he said love your neighbors as yourself it is also a command it is not an option to love it is a command to love one another it is very simple but we choose to love few people we leave some people yes i know you are doing wrong i know that is completely against the word of god i know that he is going in a wrong direction that doesn't mean that we have to throw them out we need to love him yes we do pray for the people who are persecuted in india so much persecution is going on we do pray for those people who have been persecuted how many of us is praying for the persecutors we need to pray them we need to love them it is nothing in our hands is god who is going to do something god is the one who is going to change the hearts of the people all we need to do do that pray earnestly and love them with the full of our heart hallelujah is very simple thing i do minister in milton keynes and london and luton uh, one day i received a call from one of a brother in milton keynes uh, at around 9 o'clock i went home very late from my office i was too tired things didn't work and then i was worried about what's going to happen i need to do so many things at work and then i received this call brother can you please come and help we are praying for one person and then he you know manifested and he started to cut his body and then rolling in his house we don't know what to do so i was totally too tired i don't know what to do and then i said okay i'll ask one more pastor there i'll ask him to come and help you guys and then i slept after a couple of hours maybe one hour maybe i couldn't sleep something is speaking in me to that morning you need to go you need to go and then i told my wife sneha i have to go now because that getting i didn't know where to go actually address i just told them that somebody will come and i spoke to that pastor he didn't go either so finally i have to go there taking the address as i was entering in their house as i was entering into his house he was screaming from his top of his voice don't come inside this is my territory you cannot enter into this house this is my house then i said i am coming not as myself i'm coming in the name of jesus 
So little thing of obedience to God. I'm just sharing this one for the glory of God. Little thing that we may easily ignore such things because I'm tired. So we'll take life so easy. A little pain, we say that, oh, I can't do that one. Listen to the voice of God. And I went, he was completely released from his possession and then he's added into the kingdom. He's in Sri Lanka praising and worshipping God now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, that moment, yes, it's a trouble for me. I had to stay with him for until 5 a.m. in the morning. But he was completely released. I was so happy. The time which I spent is worth. Hallelujah. Let us be, let us be faithful in little things. Whatever it is, whatever it belongs to God and you, be faithful. Be faithful to one another. Be faithful in small things. God will trust you in big things. I was also, I was, when I started my you know, life as a Christian, I was in a church where I need to do all sort of cleaning the chairs and toilets and putting the carpets. It's not that as it is now. So we don't clean the chairs here and because there is no dust here. So where I come from, from India, is always chairs with the dust and all the room will be dust. We need to clean and put the carpets. And then if you question the toilets, it's the same thing. Toilet will be not as clean as what we see now. It will be full of, you know, things. <laughs> so I need to clean that one. But for the glory of God, I did clean. And then one day a word came to me saying that, uh, Mohan, you'll be preaching and you'll be in England. The word came, I laughed. But for the glory of God, I was faithful. This is a, I'm going to come back next point where God spoke to me. You know, literally and change my life. So be faithful in small things. Next one, be faithful in money matters. Luke 16, 11. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? Worldly wealth, heavenly wealth are connected. Money handling. Money is a very powerful master. Money is a very powerful master, but make him your servant. Put him under your feet. Don't make him master. That's why Jesus said, either you serve me or serve the money. You love me or love the money. This is a dangerous thing. Once you start loving the money, you will miss your path, your track in the kingdom of God. You make him a good servant. Let him be a very good servant. Make him a good servant. Wherever we go, wherever I go, take the gospel. He must serve me. He must follow me wherever I go. He must have to serve me in full. Hallelujah. Make him a good servant. When I was uh, working in India... You know, I was in charge of buying things for the factory. So there in India is always the suppliers will come to us, whoever is in charge. They will say that, oh, we are going to give such and such money for you, but you need to accept whatever the goods we send. There is always a duplicate goods, which is called seconds, which looks exactly like the original, but not the original. It is not a genuine product. But they came to me. 
My salary was 5,000 rupees that time. And then they came to me and said, look, every month we are going to give you 30,000 rupees. Overnight, I'll become a rich man. But you need to just accept whatever we supply. It's a good temptation, you see? Fine, it's a good, thing, good deal. I was a young believer that time. I couldn't digest, see? Overnight, I'll be a rich man. If I accepted, I, I don't think I, will become, I would have been here. And then I went to a person who was mature in, in, a, in a Christianity and things like that. I went and explained my situation to him. I said, this is what is happening. And then you know what he said? Are you mad? Man, go and accept. That is God sent. God is giving to you. That is what he said. And then there was a fight, battle in me. The Holy Spirit is saying something. This is where the cultivation comes. Holy Spirit is saying something and contrary to the people, what they're saying. I was fighting. One day when I was reading this, and, the, and that situation when I was reading this one, this has touched my life and changed my life forever. And because of that word, I'm standing here today. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then he spoke to me, be trustworthy, Mohan. Your money handling on the world should be faithful. If you handle this one, I will trust you in bigger things. I said yes to that. I said yes to Jesus. I tell you, he multiplied my income. It's not added, it is multiplied. I was more blessed than what I was going to get through that. Praise God. Be faithful. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? Final one, be faithful in things of others. Luke 16, 12. If you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will, give you, who will give you property of your own? I just want to illustrate this one with an example. This is a story. There was an Asian family. Husband and wife had a three-year-old daughter, and they were living in a rented house. Okay, so they were sitting on a sofa and this little child, little child started to write, underline, it is the rented house. A, B, oh, they are clapping, parents are clapping, look, my daughter is learning A, B, C, D, so beautiful. And one day God has blessed them with their own house. And the same daughter took the pencil and started to put the tip of the pencil to the wall. Before the tip touches the wall, the father says, hey, stop! <laughs> Be careful of things of the others. Treat everything others as yourself. After you know, when I started to read this one, of course, not the money matters, this one. And then God started to speak to me again in this country. I have taken some people's books to read and things like that. I kept it for two years. You know whose books are that? It is Tim Green's books. <laughs> After two years, I said, sorry, Tim, it is too late, but I want to return the books which I borrowed. So I started to cultivate the faithfulness of taking care of others, things of others. The property belongs to others. So God will trust and give you the property of your own. 
things for your own. Hallelujah. Be faithful. In Jesus' name. Faithfulness is a quality the world and God is looking for. Faithfulness is a fruit we need to cultivate. The power to cultivate is given by God when you receive the Holy Spirit, when you receive Jesus as your Savior. We are to be faithful to God. Are we faithful? God expects us to be faithful to him. He has done so much for us. He has been so faithful to us. Why don't we want to be faithful to him? Being faithful to him means we must follow him daily, each and every day. God should be able to depend on us to do what he has called us to do. If we refuse to reach lost people, then who will? God expects faithfulness, nothing less. We ought to be faithful to our family and to others. Children, parents, husband, wives, employers, employee, church, everything. We have to be faithful to our church. Are you a faithful person? Last week, Vinupal prophesied over us. How many of you remember that one? The things, what we have seen for the last 30 years, we are going to see that one in the next three years. There will be an acceleration of reaching and expanding the kingdom of God. Are you ready for that? I am ready for it. Acceleration in the enhancement of kingdom of God. For that, God expects us to be faithful. God is looking for faithfulness. What is your plans? Where are we? Are we just taking our life lightly? Take your life serious. The gift of life is only one time. As I said, I have lost so much of time in my life. I don't know how many more years left. Let me be faithful to accelerate the kingdom of God. Let us join together. Let us unite together without questioning one another. Let us play the part which God has put us to play. Let us come together and be faithful to God. Hallelujah. Let us see that prophecy be fulfilled in three years. Let us reach the world. Let us go to the people who are not heard about Jesus Christ. Let us go and heal the people because the promise, he is faithful. Let us take the word. You know, last week Charles' uncle brought... Yeah, take my word. That's what God spoke to us. Let us take his word, literally, without any hesitation. Let us go and march into the enemy's camp and destroy. Hallelujah. He's, he is faithful. As we start marching, as we start doing, he will give on more, more, more. More from God will be received so that we may do more things for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Let's stand in the presence of God. When that day comes, 
the people will be with him called, chosen, and faithful. Let us be faithful to God. Let us be faithful in loving one another. Let us be faithful in little things, small things. Let us be faithful in handling worldly wealth. Let us be faithful in the things of others. Jesus' name. Glory. Holy Spirit of God. Oh, there is a hurt. There is some sort of burning thing going on. Oh yes, I was unfaithful to God. I was unfaithful to my friend. I was unfaithful to my family. And you are crying inside of you. Today is the day God wants to start afresh in your life. Go back and be faithful. Whatever the circumstances, whatever the ups and downs, what may come, let us be faithful. Go, go back and be faithful. God is speaking to you now. Trust in his word. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this afternoon, O Lord Jesus. Thank you for reminding us to cultivate fruit of the spirit of the Lord Jesus. We thank you that you have put that power for us to cultivate of the Lord Jesus. Help us to be faithful. In Jesus' name. Amen.